Hey y'all, it's Al. And it's Big Boy. And this is Vivid Apple Juice. Like I love apple juice, I think it's delicious. Al. And Big Boy. Big Boy. Presents. Vivid Apple Juice. Apple Juice. Don't touch my apple juice or there will be repercussions. So welcome back. Thanks for coming back. Welcome. We're really hopeful that uh, you've already heard the first two episodes, um, that you thought they were hysterical and that they were accurately marketed to you as conversations you don't need to be a part of, but you certainly cannot stop listening to. And we do want to highlight, we feel very strongly, very strongly about listening to this as if it were a film or a TV show or a book. You want to start from the beginning of this journey, now, for sure. Huh, we There's some contention here, because when I go to pick a book, when I pick up a book and I think, am I going to purchase this? Um, I do read the last page. Which I think is disgusting. Yes, I, I think so this is actually just, something we need I to add to the list I think there's something so differences. masochistic. Am I correct in that, maybe? And just ruining every book forever for yourself? I mean... I don't feel like it's ruined. I feel like it gives you a good that, you know, the writer's gotten into it. They've gotten their groove. I'm not I like a first line. I think first lines are important. I think last lines are important. And these are the things that I look for when I'm choosing a book. But don't do that with this. You'll be so confused. Yeah, there's there's going to be a lot of lingo some catchphrases, some terminology that you're really going to miss out on if you decide to start listening later on. And so, we plan on having like an anthology somewhere. I mean, it's it's going to be a book. I mean, it's going to be thick. So, I mean, I think it's just easier if you just go ahead and just catch this ride with us just from the start here. And we're glad hey, that you're you already don't, here. I mean, you can figure it out. Do do what you got to do. You're you're all intelligent. We're still glad you're here. We're absolutely glad that you're here. And if you are coming back around, hey. 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 Um, Uh, Something else we feel really strongly about is that we really want your input as well. Because something that uh, Big Boy and myself thrive upon uh, is commenting on other people Um, in, you know, great ways and also in judgmental ways but i mean don't we all um but we don't want to judge you specifically we just want to hear from you if you if we're talking about something and you have an opinion uh or you have something to add to the conversation um hit us up on our socials i'm gonna let big boy spew through those real quick real real quick that is vivid apple juice vivid apple juice vivid apple juice that's twitter instagram facebook our website is anchor.fm forward slash vivid apple juice and I can't think of anything. We're not on uh, LinkedIn. Uh, find us for on you, LinkedIn. Don't find us on your, LinkedIn. You professional ass folks. <laughs> um, we're not on LinkedIn. Um, hey. Although we are, in fact, looking to quit our day jobs. So we really are. So, like, catch us in the bio for that merch, son. We're going to we, get t shirts and shit. Well, yeah, we it's don't coming. yet. I mean, yeah. it's difficult because hashtag COVID. Hashtag no, coming up. No one hey, wants to. Hey, something I really want to interject with this was not on the docket for, the, for today. This is absolutely this improvised. Is on the well, I mean, there, there's Granted, a very small uh, this docket. Is not scri- this is not scripted. That's I just clear. want to put that out there, too. Yeah. It's not scripted. We I don't have know how a couple it could be. We both talk so quickly. Oh, we have if a couple bullet points. be very intelligent and great actors. I mean, it's like the Gilmore Girls. I mean, ugh. yuck. Reference um, on your part. I know. Get out of here. The OC. I'm currently watching it. We'll get um, into that as well. But yeah, we just we have some bullet points, and whether or not we get to those, ugh. that's that's neither here nor there. I, I guess. I was going to say neither here nor there. I could. I, <laughs> one might also say it's to be foretold. Here to heretofore 
yet unknown. Wow, that's a lot of words. Uh, yeah. So, um, no, but something I want to interject here with real quick. We didn't plan on talking about this today, but um, Big Boy and myself prepared for you all uh, a drinking game, and we think you're going to have a lot of fun. And with we this. just want to put out to start uh, Vivid Apple Juice, uh, heretofore known as Vag, <laughs> um, does not support um, overconsumption of alcohol. Uh, we support responsible drinking, and also drink we don't we don't support underage drinking. No, drink responsibly Dr- drink when responsibly. you're supposed to drink. Yes, have fun, but like be responsible. Yeah, yeah. Be don't, respitable. Don't go crazy. Be respectable. Be respectable for a second. Now, um, now that now that that out that of the way. Said, now we're here to have some fun. Yeah, and we know that you're probably going to notice some things about us. You're going to notice that uh, we say hashtag a lot before fun phrases that we think should be more popular than they are. We say it's yours. sorry about it. We say sorry about it. We say at this juncture. Juncture. That's juncture. the one I was waiting for you to do. We say juncture a lot and by we I mean big boy. He says at this juncture a lot. So if for these fun phrases and many more uh, we've come up with a fun drinking game for you. So uh, these are just the ones we've come up with. And again, this is a great opportunity for you to get a little bit more involved and maybe email us, hit us up at um, vividapplejuice at gmail.com um, with if you, with things that you notice that we're doing a lot that might be fun additions to the drinking game. Here are a couple we came up with ourselves. Take a drink anyone si- anytime someone says hashtag. That one's easy. Already rough, yeah. let's say. You're, you're already you're having some. In, if that's a thing. Yeah, right, that's for today. already. So... Um, what uh, the next one here? We have um, take a drink. D- take anytime a drink someone anytime says someone says uh, juncture. Juncture. Yeah, it's juncture. I should just like, cross out someone and say big boy. If big boy says juncture, yes. Allie doesn't really say juncture. Right. Ugh. Uh, big out. Except for uh, right now, apparently. <laughs> um, take a drink anytime someone says for sure. We do that a lot. Also, we know that, but we like it. Also, huh, everybody else does now, too. Yeah, everyone we know, and apparently everyone on all media says it now. I notice it it's so much. It's super weird. There's a for sure pandemic. Hey, there's not just one pandemic out there, there right now. There are several. There, well, one of them's it's, hatred. The, and <sighs> one of them is for sure. One of them's hatred, for sure. And then one of them is for sure. That was, I want to punctuate that for everyone. One of them is hatred, comma, for sure. And then the other one is for sure. semicolon M dash. That's too many. Punk- we no, get that's it. we're just trying to separate the hate I, oh, here I because we're it. not about the hate here at no. Vag. No hate here at Vag. I'm really interested in the fact that you keep saying it as Vag. I love that so much. It was actually my idea. I noticed that Vivid Apple Juice spelled Vag. I think it's dope. Yeah, that but, was a secondary. But never thing that before came has Big Boy referred to uh, this pre. Uh, you know, it's it's in the it's in the postcard. Yeah, it's, it's in there. It's I've I've said it. I've said it a couple of times. Okay. Nonetheless, um, anytime someone says, as it were. Whew, specifically me. Yeah, That's go ahead lot. and take a drink there. Yeah. Now you're get, we're getting to the heavy hitters, and we did it today already, and we don't do it very frequently. So anytime Big Boy and Al make the same noise at the same time, some examples might be, hmm, or... So after there's a pause, or, um, yeah, we or, already did it today. Uh, we did it today. It happens seldom enough that uh, this one is finish your drink. So anytime we make the same noise at the same time, go ahead and finish that drink. So and- what we're saying for this podcast is you're already out. <laughs> That's in short. We're it's- hoping that if you are into having fun, we can facilitate that. Yeah. And, if and not, you know, if not, hey, uh, as we talked about before in the last postcard, or podcast 
Um, just do some apple juice shots. Yeah, apple juice shots, or if you have some kind of sugar issue, water will do also. Yeah. And I say that because most people walk around all day dehydrated. just dehydrated. And people, you know, maybe it'll make you happier. It. Just I drink so. water. We're going to help you. And also drinking water before bed, if you happen to be listening to this before bed, can help you with memory retention for your dreams. Um, if you're if you're doing keto, you could do apple cider vinegar. Although don't do too much. I think that's probably not good for you. Yeah, there's but, there's something as too healthy of a gut. Um, and that's yeah, that's just where you have no biotics, no pre, pro or, or anti or other. Nope. No, just all no biotics. And that's no that's bueno for sure. That's because the cider vinegar just ate them all up. <laughs> but um, to be honest, oh, I have a tip for that. It is on the side of the bottle. Uh, the most popular bottle. I don't know. It's of, fine. Of, yeah. of, uh, Mother involved Bra- Briggs or Brads yeah, or whatever. that one. Mm-hmm. Um, it does. It is good. I have to say I'm, I'm currently doing keto and this is a really just really good recommendation, I think, for uh, apple cider vinegar instead of just down in it. Because like you, you could, you could, I definitely um, just that. follow the instructions on the side and just do like a tablespoon. I do two or three. Um, just because I feel um, I've read some information. Yeah. I've read some information that um, a little bit more, not too much, but a little bit more frequently helps um, uh, with weight loss. That is it is kind of a hairy study because not a lot of people have studied it yet. But um, a little bit more like two tablespoons is actually like a little bit better. Um, but you do the two tablespoons with just a little bit of stevia and eight ounces of water. And it's kind of like a decent drink, to be honest. It, you still get a little bit of this uh, mm-hmm. acidic kind of. Yeah. You know, and it, the smell obviously is never going to be super great. However, I think it's much more tolerable like that. So it's a little that's a little recommendation yeah, out there. Hashtag zero dollar fix with Ryan. That's one. That's one from the, the notebook there. The, yeah, it's a hashtag callback Bible. that you guys don't know about. Yeah, that's from the show for, Bible. Yeah. And um, now Speaking it's out. Speaking of show Bible, let's just get right into that as well, since we're just kind of going to off the cuff riff it with each other right now. Um, riff it up. We're that's, riffing it. I think it. that's a past hashtag. Riffing it so hard. Riff it up. I don't think that is. That but is. It is now. Hey, I think, I'm pretty sure. If they're playing the drinking game, they're literally almost finished with their first Yeah, hey, um, thanks for joining us. That's the end of this. <laughs> Thanks for We're coming by. We're really doing glad that you're podcasts. blacked out. Yeah. Yeah. Just um, before every, everyone's gone. It'll just be, we can just say whatever we want at the end of podcasts because, because they, no one will be listening. They're too drunk to, to be there with yeah. us. Yeah. Um, or no, just over, you're in the, you're pissing in the bathroom. I was going to say, water. hashtag show Bible, right? Um, if you, so something about me that you may or may not already know, you definitely don't because I have never said it before uh, <laughs> on this podcast postcard situation. Um, I have a master's degree in dramatic you writing. I have this. I ha- on mm-hmm. this. Well, whatever. Um, nonetheless, nonetheless um, one of the things I had to do for my degree was um, write a full length pilot. And we had to do all the pre-work for this. Now, Big Boy and myself have um, endeavored upon redoing it, slash making it better, slash continuing it, getting like a six-season arc happening so that we really know what's going on. He thought that it was very good, which is flattering to me because I thought it was garbage. Um, But here's the, the funny bit in this. So... Some time ago, did we already talk about this or just with ourselves? We, we did. On the last we po- did talk postcard? about this on the postcard, I yeah. believe. So um, I forced them to listen. He thought it was great, and he thinks it's literally like the Netflix show, The Order, which he's rewatching. And it's he forced me to. Well, watch I'm the not first. rewatching. They just released the new season this past week, so I've just watched it. it. No, because oh. um, it's terrible. It's I'm I've still working on it. it. Um, I forgot how bad it was, um, but I decided to say, hey, like. 
we need to because this show seems so heavily inspired by your past work on the artifact which is the show that i you wrote for your dramatic writing um degree yeah in some point Mm -hmm. um I decided, hey, let's make sure that we watch this because we really don't want people to say, hey, that's just like the order. Yeah. So we just really need to form like a base of like what the order is, like the major plot points right now. Sure. And just go ahead and just steer away from that. Yeah, because it's so bad. So he forced us to watch this. Uh, I, I had trouble making it through 30 minutes of that show because it's so bad. Um, I'm so sorry if you like it. I under here. Let me preface by saying um, disclaimer. I understand if you like young people quivering, young, young people, people do scantily clad and they near really. one another. That girl, which one barely has clothes on unless she has a cloak and a weird skull mask. Are you talking about the the blonde one? Who, which other one? The main character, the one main, the other main. She's one, yeah. usually like in a blazer Short, situation, and like. I'm not interested. This isn't the point. My point is, I understand if you like young people getting into it with one another type shows. I understand if you like... Um, and supernatural, supernatural things as well. Supernatural type of... Yeah. That's where I was going next. Yes. I understand if you like those things. I also like those things. Um, I don't even know how to say it without being rude. I wish I could at the person without adding them. Thank that's you, That's called a people. subtweet, if you're curious. Like, adding them without adding them, though. I don't yep. really want to add them, because I don't want them to feel bad, because, like, What's whatever. his name, Daniel Heaton? I don't know. Not, yes. But yeah, not that's his, a weird... We can't talk we about can't that one, that. though. Um, um, but... His, that is that's pu- that's public information. Everyone yeah. can know that for yeah. sure. Is that's his that's his God given Christian name? Uh, I don't know if it is, but for sure it's that. That's what it is for it. sure. Oh well, nonetheless, uh, I don't want to at them because for sure I'm sure that they're that they tried real hard. Um, that being said, it's the worst writing I have ever seen on a television show. Like literally, I can't think of a worse example. I can't think of anything worse. Can you think of something worse that you've seen? There's definitely some. There's some things on Netflix that are worse. Um, well, there's mean, the V. It's with the with, V with, Wars. Yeah, that one's real bad. I didn't watch it. It's the one with um. What's his nuts? Ian Somerhalder. Uh, yeah, and he's Gorgeous. on uh, Vampire Diaries. He surely is. Hey, he's like 46 years old. Did you know that? Yeah. He's like fucking ancient. Yeah, I bet he has one of those. You know those machines that get really cold. Zac Efron does them all the time. You stand in them. It's like sub zero. Oh yeah, and, and your head like, just peeks out the top of it. Yeah, and it's supposed to be like uh, restorative and also it's supposed to quicken recovery on. Um, when you uh, work out, it's supposed to, I don't know, help you recover quicker or whatever. Nonetheless, uh, he probably has one of those like in his shower. So he like takes a hot shower and then does like a negative 40 degrees centigrade, just fucking freeze out. And then he's like, oh, I look the same as when I was 17, but he's 40. Oh, yeah, V Wars, very um, bad. Yeah. Oh, so why why are we bringing this up? That's a good question. Um, this can be related to our new topic, uh, our new segment that we're going to introduce today. Is it what, what we're, we're watching? watching? Yeah, what or we're watching. What we're, what we're consuming, let's say, so in, a, in an entertainment sense, let's oh, say. God, we always sound like we're infomercialing, which I think is really good for us if we want to get into infomercialing, because we always sound like we're about to. Listen, we want to tell you about this really great opportunity for you. Uh, and that is watch Netflix. Just kidding. We're not infomercialing. We do want to talk about what we're watching. I don't think we, we know, sound like infomercials. I think we do in, in like a really good way. 
Like, I not just one think of the bad we sound, we don't like, sound like NPR, though, which is good. No, no well, no. I'm happy that we don't. We, we're not like regions Welcome or to anything. the delicious dish. We don't sound like that. For sure, no. That was entertaining all on its own, though. Sure. But that's not why But that's comedic. Here. Yeah. No, uh, the point with what we're watching is um, we know that you're consuming a lot of media. Yeah, it's we're the quarantine. We're consuming a lot yeah. of media. And even if it weren't the quarantine, I'd be consuming. I'm always I I have been told uh, actually specifically by the producer um, that he has never met another person that is that consumes as much media as I do. So and for a person without the interwebs, that would be me. Uh, I consume a lot of media. You have cellular connection. So you you, I have the 4G. I have G's. I have several. That's cellular connection. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. Nonetheless, what we're watching. Let's talk about what we're. I'm gonna start because I'm into it. Okay. Okay. I'm rewatching the show. If anybody has seen it, it's called The OC. It's starring. Oh, I don't remember that guy's name. I know. I know nothing about producer. This. Maybe you could get on it. It's called The OC. I believe it's from 2003. The main guy is also the guy from. We talked about this. Gotham. The like main blonde guy in Gotham. He starred in a show as a teenager. It's called The OC, and it's basically um, a kid from like the wrong side of the tracks. He's from Chino, and he uh, his mom kind of deserts him, and he has nowhere to go. And so his lawyer, who because he had just gotten into some like minor trouble, his lawyer offers to kind of adopt him, and he moves in with their family in the OC in this very wealthy area. Um, Does that refer to Orange County? Yes, Question it mark? does. It does refer to Orange County. Um, so he, it's about this kid from the wrong side of the tracks and how he kind of uh, develops as a person in in this um, community that's very strange uh, to him because they're all very wealthy, like super McMansions, like, um, you know, just trash lobster. Just take about a lobster and throw the rest away. We're so rich. That's how rich we're. Anyway, the show is fantastic. I've seen it maybe four times all the way through, and I'm re-watching it. There's only four seasons. Um, I love it very much. It's in a dr- dramatic format, so it's about 45-minute episodes. It's so good. Um, I don't remember that guy's name either, but he was in... Uh Oh my gosh, I'm having so much trouble right now. The other guy, the comedic relief in the show, a- Adam Brody is his name. Um, and I think he's hysterical. It's a fantastic show. That's what I'm watching right now. Yeah, Adam Brody. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Ben McKenzie is the guy who is in Gotham. And he is the main guy in this show. His, like surrogate father if you will or the guy who kind of adopts him is played by Peter Gallagher those eyebrows Peter Gallagher for me is one of those people who oh yes thank you yes please and thank you you know what I mean I'm into it I don't even care how old he is which it's old but I'm into it he's very attractive to me what are you watching big boy I'm watching more we can go back and forth um I I have been watching uh, a lot of I well I fully watched um, Avatar: The Last Airbender again. Back. Um, it's recently joined Netflix, and it's a great show. So I said, you know, I really want to dive into this. So I found, um, well, I didn't find because it's out there. I found uh, Legend of Korra that's on uh, Amazon Prime, which I definitely recommend as well. It's the spinoff series. It's a little bit more mature. Um, okay, now for people who may be in the audience who are like me, who think that. 
the legend of what is it called? Korra. The no, legend of Korra. No, the other one. Avatar, Avatar Last the Last Airbender. Airbender. If you think that that might be K poppy or J poppy or some other poppy it's, and you're not no, interested in watching it because of that, and, or you think now, it might be now, anime. Hey, now that enrages me what you just said. <laughs> now that enrages me. Go ahead. So it's not K pop. K pop is Korean pop. Uh, music. Sure. Specifically. BTS. Ack. Them. Sure. Okay. Do you know who that who they are? Ack. It's a band. I'm not interested. Now, J pop, I don't even know if that's a fucking thing. I'm really sorry and about Jap that would be Japanese pop. Hey, BTS, I'm really sorry. But aren't you just like They're basically abused. They're raised to be stars. Okay, I don't know anything about that. I was gonna say it's like Asian Hansons or like Asian in. Well, no, they like plastic surgery. Like it's intensive, like dance routine practice. Like it's it's abusive in a sense. Well, I don't know anything about all well, this. Well, you're welcome. I didn't know and the boys hey, had cartoon- abuse issues. Well, no, they're Would brought up. To, it's like so Russian. It's like Russian like people in gymnastics. Ack. Same difference. Mm. Or like people that do ballet or wherever the fuck that is. Now, none of that of anything I just said is fucking cartoons. It's a cartoon. It's drawn in an anime-esque style. Okay, so I'm so, right. No, I'm just going to call still, this. A, I'm you're gonna, still fucking wrong. I'm going to record this as a W for me, if you were wondering. It's That's false. <laughs> K-pop it's is Korean popular music. Do you, now, hey, is Tom and Jerry a pop? That's American pop. It's American pop culture, so I yeah, would, it's I would not call. I would music, put it in, bro. It's not music. I don't think pop necessarily means pop music. I think it can also mean pop culture. That's what it means in this sense. I don't think it does. It absolutely does. I think yes. K-pop stuff can be like the Hello, Hello Kitty shit. No, that's not even that. That's not even oh, Korean. For the love. Now, that's that's fine. It's okay. Okay. We just know. They We're, know. They know. They can know. I'm gonna keep. I'm going to just keep writing down W for myself here. Well, because everything that you've said makes me like myself more. I feel the opposite. (laughs) Anyway, moving forward. So it's a little bit uh, anime-esque. It's a cartoon. It's animation. Yeah. I mean, everyone is. I mean, what's the give me a general synopsis, if you would. uh, Avatar, the last airbender. Yes. uh, Little boy has been frozen uh, for 100 years. Uh, He is 11. I believe. Who froze him? himself um he crashed into an ocean and to survive he like encased himself um and he was found by the uh, two other main characters and the fire nation is trying to take over yes they're all uh, they're all benders a lot of people are benders which means that they can bend different elements fire air water earth that is um and well apparently not air because isn't he called the last airbender he is because well i can't why it's not? The f- Go ahead and I, ruin it. I can't. So hey, spoiler alert. Spoiler alert, everyone. Spoiler alert. Some shit's about to get spoiled. Uh, he's the last airbender because the Fire Nation came in and killed uh, every, all of the airbenders. Why? Because they, because they knew the Avatar was an airbender. So they were trying to get rid of the Avatar. What's the Avatar? The Avatar is someone who can wield all four elements and is the link between the spirit world and the real world. And the Avatar is an airbender specifically? No, the Avatar cycles between all the different bending. It's incarnations of the same Ah, I don't understand. Maybe later explain it to me at a... So the Avatar is someone who can wield all four elements Uh and they're reincarnated. In, so every uh, time they, they die. die, they pop up in a different yeah. bending. A different yeah, with they they come into a different nation. So, so this water, time he's air. air. 
Yeah. And after that, it's water. And after that, it's it's. Oh, because Earth. wait, they killed after, all the air ones because they were trying to find the one single. Because they knew he'd be air. Because they yeah, because it follows the same cycle. Because the last person was fire, oh. the next one is air. So oh. they were like, it's air. We're trying to find him because they were trying to. Why? They're trying to take over the whole world. Why? Because they want to. What they're they're. Why does imperial. Trump do anything that he does? <sighs> What a loaded question. Okay, um, and so then the Legend of Korra? The Legend of Korra happens after uh, the events of Avatar The Last Airbender. Uh, the Korra is the new Avatar. It's years, many years and decades after um, the, the Avatar in Avatar The Last Airbender. His name is Aang. Uh, he has passed on. He's and, death. Yes, so he's reincarnated uh, his spirit, the Avatar as spirit, woman. as the as this girl, yes. Um. A uh, little pro tip here. I don't know if I can say this. We'll just, if I can't say this, we'll go ahead and cut it. Um, go ahead and, uh, it's on Amazon Prime. You got to go on your laptop for some reason because Amazon's weird. But I just went ahead and did the seven day free trial for uh, something called Nick Hits. And then you can watch that. Uh, I watched the whole thing. If you're, if you consume a lot of media like I do, go ahead and just watch the four seasons and the seven days and then cancel that shit because uh, for sure you don't want to spend seven dollars extra a month. So that's what I did to watch it. Um, another pro tip, if you're still interested in the original Avatar series, um, there are many book series, uh, comic series that happened after. And um, they come in. There are five different large uh, compilations, and each of those have three stories within. So uh, that's another good thing. If you, I'm trying to get into that now. It's kind of difficult to track them all down, but I'm looking to read those next are you into graphic novels and comic books no i just like this story a lot i like the mm. i like the stories i like the characters um it's a little bit simplistic obviously because it's like for children like, well the first one's more like younger and then the second one's a little bit more mature but i like that it's like clear cl like character development they you know there's meaning you know and there's some bigger issues i think at hand in in legend of Korra that are interesting to think about uh, let's talk about something that we're... Um, another thing I'm reading. Um, oh, is, you're reading. I, I'm yeah. reading, yeah. I'm, I'm we're just reading hopping. To the next, I'm, a different right. thing I'm consuming. Sure. Is, uh, it's called Normal People. Mm -hmm. It's a book. Normal but also, People. Normal People. Normal People. It's um, Irish, uh, if you could tell by my terrible accent. Or mine. Uh, also terrible. It's, uh, it's based in Ireland. Um, it's also a Hulu, it's a Hulu series. It's a Hulu serial. It's a, yep, a whole, a whole, um, but I am currently halfway through the book. I got it a few days ago. Yeah. He reads quickly. Um, it's a very good read. Um, I want to read it entirely before I go to the Hulu series. Yeah. And um, I will tell you as a person who has not read the book, but that did watch the trailer that sounded very, um, purred happily. It's a person who did not read the book, but who did. Watch, watch the, the trailer. trailer. Uh, it is also about people quivering uh, and actually doing it after the quiver. They quiver and then they do it. So that I'm um, into that. In short, because I feel if I say too much, you just give everything away. It's uh, a book about two people who are unlikely friends um, who find commonalities and their uh, interpersonal relationship blossoms from there. 
Uh, yeah, that's... And even though they have difficulties, they seem to continue to bump into each other. That is the plot of every romantic comedy. It's not a romantic... It's not a comedy, for well, sure. Well, I understand. I'm just saying that was so vague. But well, it's. I don't want you to give anything away either, because yeah, I kind of want to read really, It's a really it. good... Uh, I think it's a really good modern tale of You know of what I wish? I, wa- I wish... There's a... So the show Big Little Lies, which is on HBO, mm-hmm. has two seasons. It's very good. Um, just like incredible cast, very well written. I wish I'd read that book because I know that that one is based on a book as well. And it's the issues in that are really intense. And how, and do, I, you, how do you feel about um, uh, book versus um, like some ad- other adaptations? adaptations? So do, what, what should come first? Should... I mean, I think it's cool if you get to read either way, because I think that's still important. Um, but uh, I mean, I don't read as much as I'd like to. I don't want to sound like I'm on some well, sort of soapbox. Here. But how do you feel about like, should you read it first and then watch it in whatever capacity that is? Or should it pique your interest? Do you watch it and then read it? it does, or is that kind of. Yeah, I think that the point might be a little moot. The only reason I say that is because it, like when it is so easy and when accessing media is so simple for people and when most of the time people's first instinct isn't to grab something physical it's to have their phone on them which we all do all the time I feel like most of the time now things are going to be consumed in that direction which is if you really like something that you're watching or that you're consuming via uh, you know your technology I feel like you're going to go back to you know the source material which that may be false for some people maybe some people read more than I think they do but I Mm -hmm. think that that's going to be the way I don't necessarily have a preference one way or the other. I will say in my, in my own personal experiences, I tend to watch the thing and then read the thing. For instance, I, which is, this is terrible. I mean, okay. So Harry Potter, I read and then watched because I was an act. I was the age that they literally wrote those books for. And then, you know what I mean? I like, I progressed with them as you're supposed to. So in a I, similar sense to me in the hunger games, right? Like the stuff came out and was popular as its original forms, as its original source. So like, the, the books were the books, popular, yeah. just like the hunger games for you. The books were popular first mm-hmm. and then the movies became popular and kind of you consume them that way. Conversely, for instance, for me, and I, one of my degrees is in literature, so I am supposed to have read a lot, but I didn't read Lord of the Rings until well after I've, I had watched them all, including after I'd watched, like, The Hobbits. And I will say that the, the source material, the books are much better. But I had consumed the media, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. The actual, the easy part, way, like, a I think long we time ta- before. We talked about something like this already, I think. Um, so not to dwell on it much, much longer. Well, um, but well, I want to talk about another um, piece of media that we're both attempting to consume because I'm so frustrated with you, and I'm just going to bring everybody else in the world into my frustration, into our tiff. True Blood. True Blood. So I have seen True Blood all the way through. How many seasons? Is it six or seven? There, are f- I thought there were five or six. For but sure, there's like seven. Um, I I think there are seven seasons of True Blood. I could be wrong. It could be six or eight. I think it's, it's unimportant. I uh, I guess it's not important. Get out of here. Well, the number of seasons isn't specifically Fine. important for our purposes right now. Regardless of the amount of seasons True Blood has, um, I've seen it all the way through several times. I might say five times, maybe. Like I love it so much. It's set in Louisiana, so everyone has a very hick accent, which I'm into because I am from. Texas and they have that's, really that's strong part of our, accents. That's part of our uh, canon now. 
that people know that. I know. I'm just saying Mm -hmm. I'm into it for those reasons. It's all very familiar to me, you know, being a smart person in a town full of idiot people who are all very right wing and close minded. Um, so uh, I'm interested in all that. So anyway, uh, we have a, our common friend whose name we haven't said, and I don't think we're going to, maybe we could give her a nickname or something. Well, eventually maybe if, if yeah. she's on the postcard. Yeah. She may be a guest at some point. We, uh, we would like to have her as a guest. Nonetheless, yeah. our, um, common, very close friend, uh, we all three decided, Hey, let's rewatch this together. We have all the seasons. Let's watch them. So we watched season one, maybe two episodes of season one together. Um, not in a row, uh, and then kind of, you know, binged or watched at our leisure. Um, and then we met up at season two. Yes. Maybe. And then we started season two because this would happen with season one. Big boy really binged quickly. We were trying to like wait for him because both uh, our, our friend and myself watch things very quickly. Um, and he, as he already mentioned, consumes a lot of media. So it's not just Netflix. It's not just what, you know, it's a lot of different Varieties a lot of, media. of uh, podcasts as well. Yeah, like he listens to things, he physically reads things, he's on his phone, like he's learning stuff. So, like his the the forms that he consumes media in are are very diverse. And so we were kind of like, oh, we better slow down. We're gonna wait for him because she and I basically watch you know Netflix and and television. Um, and so we were like, we're gonna go slow. And then he's like, oh, I surpassed you by so long. And we were like, oh no, like we need to speed up now. And so we kind of. What is, what is that like Indian raced a little bit where like he got so far ahead that we felt like oh shit we better catch up and then we got way past him and then we're like catch up with us we'll meet on the last episode of season two and the fool is still stuck on season two episode two episode two I, there are 12 episodes of season two uh, and, and as I said I've been any. binging uh, a lot of other things right now um yeah, it's just what peaks like, my it's what peaks my interest. Can I get like I, an on air commitment from you that you're gonna like watch this? Because I, do, I really now, because we're similar. I, how would how would you feel if I gave you that? It would make me never want to watch it again. <laughs> and I think you feel the same way. That's not necessarily true. I though. think it's absolutely specifically true. It's not. I can tell by the look on your face <laughs> that that's exactly how you would feel. That's if not I said to you, "Hey, case. commit to me right now. You're going to watch Avatar: The Last Airbender on." Netflix. I would say to you, is it really important to you? And you would be like, yeah, or you'd be like, kind of. And then I would gauge my response based on that. Which would be, you would never make the on-air commitment to that. That's not true. Specifically. Would you like me to do that? No. Because if I'm not, I don't want you to watch something that you're not going to like. Hashtag watch the movies you want to watch. True Blood. You will like it. I do like it medium, but I had things that were really piquing my interest, so I decided to go down that route. Now, I do have a few comments on True Blood, and that is, hey, this you may not like this word I'm about to say. It's nothing bad, but this is how I feel. It might be a little gross, but I think True Blood is a little bit too goopy. What the fuck Everything does goopy mean? Everything is very goopy and gushy. Oh, do you like, mean the physical like, texture yes. of the explosions? Yeah, like when the oh. when the vampires die, they don't like ah, burn it's like up in the sun. It's like It's too goopy. I disagree. The goop is I, a little weird. I, I think it was a weird choice. It. So Vampire Diaries, uh, you you kill a vampire, they kind of burn up, they die normally. Like if they were sometimes wounded. they like shrivel, like like dried up raisins. Yeah, so, or something. and if you're an original, you catch on fire. Like that all kind of makes sense to me, but they just like explode like guts everywhere, and I really don't like that. I don't care about that kind of thing generally, but. It's just like there's always goop 
around. Here's, so while we're belaboring the subject of me being frustrated about things, something else that I love so much. So I love True Blood for the reasons that I already said. And also I just like, you know, we both like that kind of genre of like, if you want to call it supernatural or like undead would be another word for that genre. Um, we both are kind of interested in that. Um, another show that I really love so much is called the OA. I like feel very strongly about this. This, I mean, it touches really close to home to me because I think it hits on some very real theories about kind of what else there is in this, in, in consciousness and life. And it does it in a really cool way. I think the writer and the director, there are two writers and um, several directors, but the two that I'm specifically talking about, one is the star of the show. And I feel really strongly about this. I love her so much. I love the content. I think it's genius writing. And like, as a person with many degrees in this very, all these similar subjects, I would say that this is one of the most well-written television shows that I have ever seen um, or read. And Big Boy and I tried to convince Big Boy to watch it. We watched a like two episodes, um, both of which I, I'm pretty sure he um, lost his own consciousnesses and f fell asleep during. No, we, um, we, I was there for both of them. I was there for but both. But he was just... It, I don't want to speak for you. It felt like you felt me mediocre about them. Like you weren't really interested. It's I, a bit I'm slow. interested. I'm interested in them. However, it's, um, it's a lot of effort to watch it. Like you have to be there all the time to watch it. Like you can't miss anything because it's all important. Mm -hmm. Um, and I don't always, I mean, yeah, I feel like that's not how you consume media because you have the very I multitask all the yeah, time. I'm, I'm always doing multiple, multiple things. I'm I don't never have, doing multiple I, things. It's I, hard for me to eat and watch something at the same time. I oftentimes am just, I'm always doing something else when I consume most media. And that's why I, that's why I don't read as much as I'd like to. And I don't like audiobooks either. I feel like that's a cheat. When it comes to reading, we actually are discovering a lot of things we don't have in common during this episode. Um, yeah, this is probably the worst episode we have so far. I think I don't think that okay. we should write them um, on air. That's just me. Uh, that's I do I think we should leave it. this in because I really think that you and I fighting is like half of our thing. The other I mean, half is how yeah. cl how similar we are. Yeah, and it's like fifty percent how identical we are, and the other fifty percent is us arguing hysterically and often loudly. Yes. Um, so I feel like we should fully leave this in, but I also don't feel like maybe we should comment well, on the rating the episode. Well, I, for I just want well, you want to be honest about everything. That's how I feel at this juncture. Yeah, I also. No, we're not doing that. <laughs> we're not doing that. So we also wanted to discuss some things about TikTok here today, um, as well as uh, just some other popular things within uh, TikTok. So. Uh, we do. We both have watched uh, Tiger King, the documentary. I guess this episode is all about everything we've watched. Um, but we've talked. We've watched uh, Tiger King, and um, because uh, we have coworkers that are of you know younger age and have interest in the TikTok, um, we have found uh, that I I also am on TikTok, and um, that they know about the Carol Baskin. Uh, song that people have been doing like the dance to for the um, uh, what is it? It's the sat like the savage song. And so uh, there is a little bit of disagreement over the rhythm, a little bit uh, over the rhythm and timing and of how the song is supposed to go and how it should be. I think your explanation here is a little bit mitigated. I feel vehemently opposed to both TikTok and these young people twerking 
to get likes and views. I have vehement opposition. That's my firm stance. So, but go ahead. Um, so as it goes, it's normally. Disgusting. So stupid. Okay, so we kind of understand from that the rhythm and tonation uh, how the song goes, I guess. Um, and from there, um, you have your own idea of how that's supposed to go. Yeah, so for weeks after, I guess, this first surfaced, I don't know how the TikTok works, but um, uh, Big Boy played it for me once, and it gets stuck in your head. Obviously. I'm sure that that's, that's why these young the... people are twerking. I'm mm-hmm. sure that's the whole point of it. Um, now, it did get stuck in my head, but I for sure didn't remember any of the correct words or the cadence of the song. So I was just singing, Carol Baskin killed her husband with a tiger, whacked him. Um, and I was putting some extra syllables in there. And every single time I did it, Big Boy would just say, nope, nope. And just shake his head calmly. Nope, that's not it. Um, I still think my variation is better uh, in general. And from there, I showed her that that she was wrong because it's based on an original <laughs> song. Some other song. Sure, that's also stupid. Uh, yes. And I showed her a video of the popular uh, TikTok person, whatever that is, uh, Addison Ray, and it happened to be with her mother. Now, let's pause before we get to the video, because I do have a lot of commentating that I'd like to do on the video. Um, but before we watch the Addison Ray dancing with her mother video, um, I would like to say how disgusting I think. I don't even know. What would you even call it? I I, I don't know. I don't know. I have so many feelings that I don't even know how to categorize them. So I feel that it's insane that attractive people can make money by posting things on social media to strangers. A lot of these attractive people are not like of age. I think it's potentially dangerous, but like whatever. Specifically I guess. like with uh, someone like um, Charlie... I don't I don't remember her last name, but she's like super young and a lot of people and she is like the most amount. Of, she has 64 million followers and like yeah, I guess definitely just like no one is concerned. Like I remember when I was in high school, like episodes of shows were dedicated to like the whole point of the episode was to like kind of tease the danger of like getting cyber like. kidnapped or whatever you know what I mean like meeting someone on a chat room and they're really 45 and they're for sure gonna kidnap you like that was a real danger Mm -hmm. and I remember have like I remember the re like the reality I'm not just being funny of like my mom saying like you really need to be careful online like I remember like that talk to me is is like par for like the sex talk you know what I mean? It was like a sit down conversation. Hey, this is really serious. We need to talk about it. And it was about like how dangerous online can be. And I remember there was even a TV show. Do you remember this? Um, it was like a 60 minute situation, but it was where they would like hire young girls to pretend that they're younger than they are and go online and then like um, catch to the catch predator. a predator. Is that yeah, what it's with called? What's to catch a predator? Um, yeah, that was like a show Chris, that was on. Um, fuck. Chris something like weekly. And you'd watch this and be like, Chris Hansen. 
Yes, You'd Chris be like, Hansen. shit, like, these girls are really getting kidnapped. And that shit still happens. And also, just as a sidebar, like, I had a really um, come-to-Jesus moment. That's a Southern expression that means I had, like, some existential dread. I was really, like, I was thinking, like, oh, my God, people still get, like, it doesn't happen very as often, but people still get kidnapped and, like, sex abused and then murdered. And, like... That's crazy. I mean, obviously that's crazy, but like, just think about the 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 fact that like some people's whole lives are that. You know what I mean? You have like a moment of childhood, and then you have like some real trauma, and then you're murdered. Like your your consciousness ends then in this traumatic event. I don't know what that does to like the collected, you know, psyche or whatever. But I feel like it's definitely not good shit. My point is, there are all these young people who are somehow making money to be honest we're on this podcast i'm really hoping to quit my day job from this podcast that'd be dope i would like to make money from the internet i have no idea how people make money from the internet i understand that it could happen i don't understand how it works i don't need to know like don't try to explain it to me because i'm like i'm not i'm not that interested and i but i understand that it happens like i have a whatever and these young people are just the whole the whole reason that they make money from the internet is because they're attractive and they can show that they're attractive and like dance at you or sing at you or like I don't know eat in front of you I don't even understand anyway I feel like that's what this girl is Addison Ray um, get out of here with your fucking crop tops I'm sure. done with your belly button how about that sorry I, about it hashtag I'm done with your belly button I'm done with your belly button um, I'm fucking done with it. Yeah, I mean, I think yeah, I I think it definitely yes is something to consider, like and, how and that affects that you. Everything that being, we're talking about right now, I I feel like you could really take off on a train here and go to a bunch of uh, other topics about what it's doing to our culture, what it means for technology, what it means for like advancement of society. Like, well, I just introduced how we're socializing. you to Danielle Bergoli recently. Which and one is this? That's the bad baby, the one that when uh, Dr. Dr. Phil, that one. Oh, God. Cash me outside. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so and that's something else that we've discussed uh, at ad, nauseum ad nauseum between the two of us. Um, but yeah, I mean, I think it's definitely something to, I mean, think about that someone who's 16 has 64 million people just watching to see what she does every yeah, day. Or maybe not just watching. Like they may be also fapping. You know what I mean? Well, like, yeah. And like, how do her parents feel about people just like, you know, well, I'm sure they censor in Turkey and just some like, way. it doesn't matter. You, some people don't get off on the things that everybody, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. yeah, for I sure. Mean, I think there are people fapping at, you know, Asian slurping noodles for ASMR. So, for sure, this little child is just like, I don't know if it's fucking weird to me. Something about it just gives me the willies. It's yeah. I mean, I think Addison Ray is of age. I, I mean, think probably. She's 18, but I mean, I think I mean, just look at anyone who has th that big of a fun. I mean, like what's his name? Um, Matthew McConaughey. He doesn't act like a normal person anymore. If you just see him on Instagram, like this amount of fame definitely impacts you. And you're just not like normal after having so many eyes on you. And like, I want to be super clear that I have conflicting feelings about my own feelings. And I mean that in such a way as I fully believe in a, in a very libertarian kind of Ron Swanson esque sense. I believe that people should be able to make your commerce. However you want to do that. Capitalism's all fine and well, I, I guess. Although I am also somewhat socialist. I, yeah, I'm very I, I'm upset about at myself about the fact that I have no idea how I feel about anything because every opinion I have I can 
Yeah, I mean, I think that means that you're just a present person in the world, that it's like new information. I mean, for me, at least I read new information or I hear something or or just I'm talking about it or thinking about it and I have a new thought or something else comes up and it's like, well, do I even think or feel the same way about that anymore? And just the complete opposite sense, like, you know, just going back and forth on the on the same issues all the time, I think is a part of I don't think anything is ever going to be set necessarily when it comes to most things and that it's always ever changing. Yeah, I, I mean, feel very weird. In about it. ancient Egypt, you were 14 and you had a family. If you weren't, then you were going to die alone. And now we consider well, yeah. 14. I mean, just well, things evolve and change thing, over I, time. I but like. Saying. Uh, what's acceptable for, you know, rearing children? What, what's that age? I mean, in the 50s, you were 18 or 20 or whatever. Now, well, I mean, we could we talk about the, conven- the conventions of uh, being attractive. Speaking of fucking Addison Ray and young people showing their belly buttons. Like, if I mean, even that trend changes. You know, there was a time when people would um, dye their skin with with like harmful toxins and bleaches because it was attractive to be super white and now it's the opposite wherein it's attractive to be very tan and people would go to tanning beds same mm-hmm. thing with like um being heavy versus being thin it used to be more attractive people. to be to carry more weight because that meant you had enough money to buy food mm-hmm. whereas now if you're thin it means you have enough money to afford a to gym membership and yeah. to afford you know the cleaner foods cleaner instead of foods. the dollar menu Correct. at McDonald's. So, like, all of those trends change, and I understand that. I just mean, I guess, I fight with myself because as much as I am am about libertarianism... In, Doing your own in thing so and much you as, control your own food. Yeah, I don't want to have to, I don't want to, I don't want anybody to police the way that I'm doing anything in my life. And I certainly don't want to police the way other people are doing things. I know I have a lot of judgments and opinions for someone who's not policing the way people are doing things. But on the other side of that coin, I also think that... Some, some things, some circumstances, like one's physical appearance, you know, if she was born with a cleft palate and had a surgery for that, would she be, would she have as many followers? Or, you know what I mean? There are some, I'm not just saying like fat versus skinny. I'm also saying there are a number of th- alopecia. What about that girl who's only famous because of, yo, get into it. Oh, that she's one. She's only famous because her head is a fucking weird shape and she has, she's an albino. Like, you know what I mean? So yeah. there's just some there's some. But pre- I mean that's just society in any in like. any sense. There always is a fashion a fascination with certain things. Yeah, I mean, I guess if you can put your legs over your head and make money doing it, you're gonna do that. Well, yeah, and I mean, so hashtag circus it. people or oddity shows or right like that bearded you know bearded women or whatever right. in that in different times. Which or, like, hey, just take a pill. If you'd like to grow a beard, that was my yeah. Those pills are made of horse urine. I don't know if you knew that. I didn't know that actually. Yeah. I just have one. Oh, a beard, not yeah. horse urine. Not not horse. Yeah. No. So anyway, back to Addison. Right um, uh, but you had a lot of feelings about. I had a really. Uh, a I don't even know. Is Here's this some e- more feelings. Are we gonna watch it? I guess so. Yes. Okay. Okay. Can you pause it? We're not even this all the way through it. this video. I'm going to need to watch it again because the comment I've only got halfway through before my comments just overflowed. So, okay. First things first. Hey, mom, do you want to be like me so much? Do you still need to be my, like, there's something psychologically fucked up about a parent who wants to be the same age or like the same cool. It, you know what? It's like very parody-esque of like, um, of mean girls, of mean with, girls with the, fu- I'm, Amy a cool mom. I'm a cool mom. Do you guys need any condoms? Like there's psychologically something wrong with you. If you think that 
booty rolling in the same clothes as your daughter on the internet is acceptable. Okay. Well, I think it's just, I think it's just, you see that there's cash money out there to, to partake in. Sure. But like, you could also do that by just like, I don't know, do something. I don't know. There's psychologically something wrong with you. I'm telling you there's something wrong with her. Um, secondarily, I have more to say and then I need to rewatch it. Um, secondary, secondarily, uh, not only is all of that acceptable to this woman, now I'm just adding this mother at the mother, um, psychologically, not only are you fine with like doing the dance with your daughter and like capitalizing on the fact that you and her are very attractive it's like those weird like mother-daughter porns i don't get it who's like yeah i'm into it i want to meet those people and be like for sure there's something wrong with you um just like go to therapy you know yeah just like get help not to kink shame but i think there's something wrong there do you know what i mean i think they're yeah it doesn't matter this isn't the point my point is so okay they obviously practiced this this wasn't like hey do you remember that choreography that you never saw me do let's do it together no they practice this right part of the choreography of this thing is very sexualized movements so not only is she participating in this hypersexualized situation with her daughter but she's also like fine with the fact that her daughter is like mimicking sexual movements that are meant like the point of doing half of that shit is to turn people on that's the point like that whole ass roll situation why else is i what's the point of uh the kids would call it throwing it back back that's what it's that's what it's called if if you know if you know what that is rolling it around it doesn't matter if you're moving your (laughs) hips like that you're trying to say to someone we go fuck and this mother is like, not only I'm fine with that, go into your room and throw it back and fucking make the money. And like, if everybody's fapping, like, that's okay. Do you need any condoms? Like, not only is she cool momming it, but she's also like participating. So now she's a participant in some kind of weird sex fantasy for the viewers of her daughter. I'm just very disturbed by this. Can I watch it one more time? Hey, so you I, everything about it makes me blood red mad. A phrase that I'm not even, I'm, I'm not even. I don't, yeah. I think we'll have to address that later in the episode. But to finish what? this thought. It doesn't matter. Keep going. Um, But. To finish the thought. To finish disgusting. the thought. I mean, I, I think, I don't know. I think that, you know, you're more than welcome to, you know, creatively make your money however you desire. I mean, look at what we're doing right now. Uh, I get it. And we, I, and we this agree is part on of my that. Thing. Um, I don't know. May, I don't know if maybe it's reading into it a little bit much with the different fantasies and whatnot. I think a lot. I mean, a lot of the users that are on TikTok are like younger, like girls, and they're like they like her. They, but again, that circles back to the issues like with the Danielle Bergoli that we talked about before. Like, it's just are acceptable you setting an then. example? Yeah. Are you telling all of the viewers that this is acceptable behavior for young people? Are you telling everyone, all the young girls who are looking up to you, thinking, I want to be that pretty, I want to be that popular, I want to have that many followers? You have How to do kind I of get that many followers? Sexualize yourself in a sense Correct. in social media. That you have to throw it back. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. Because I would argue that the answer is yes. 
I could argue that the answer is no also. I could argue both sides of any point. But in this specific instance, I feel very strongly that it's setting a really negative example for growing and developing women who are supposed to be not only equal in society to all other people, but also who are supposed to have agency over their own decisions. And it's difficult to do that when you're growing up with all those hormones anyway. And then you have to worry about what people are thinking about you because of the internet or whatever. And then you have other commitments because you have such a large following. Like, you know, when, because when everything with, um, you know, George Floyd and those kind of things happen, it's like, you're a teenager. And then because you have such a large following, people are urging you to give some sort of statement on, you know, what's going on to take a stance to take a Which stance and it's feel? like i mean when i was 16 I, I don't agree with most of what i believed when i was 16 and that's only you know however many years ago that's not that long ago for me but uh, and i'm sure you feel i mean even further from that i mean as you grow and develop your opinions change and that kind of thing but i mean you're forced to take stands on issues that maybe you don't fully understand because you're a young person and, i mean and, and i mean i'm i'm not even saying i fully understand i mean i don't think anyone fully understands any issue i was entirely, just talking about um, but as a young person, you're forced to take a stance on something that maybe you don't even understand or you feel pressured and you don't even know or have feelings yet, which I mean. And there, I was speaking should, with but. someone today about this, um, about that phenomenon. And I think this happens more frequently with women. I'm not saying it doesn't happen with men, but I certainly I notice it more with women. And there have been satirical kind of references to it. So what I'm speaking about is... Um, I don't really know how to categorize it other than to give an example. So sometimes I I joke, for, here's an example, I joke that I can't go to a car dealership because I'm not, I don't stand up for myself enough or I'm not assertive enough to say no. Like I, I wasn't really ever taught how to say no in an appropriate way. I wasn't really taught that it's okay to say no kind of, and I think especially this comes back to the, the gender norms. I think especially with women, I think we are um, kind of accustomed to wanting to make people feel comfortable. Like, that part of our role in any room that we're in, no matter who the other people are, is that we want to make everyone feel comfortable. And so part of that for me is saying no. And there, I mean, there are psychological studies about this, about um, not doing something because it's easier, right? So like, for instance, with the car dealership, I don't trust myself because even though I have no interest in a car, I don't want to see your demos. I don't want to listen to your spiel. I don't need any information. If someone says, here, come let me take you. And they're assertive. All of a sudden I'm like, well, they want to. And like, I don't want to be rude. And here's uh, satirically I was talking about. I'm sure, I think you've seen it too. That show, um, uh, Kimmy Schmidt. Yeah. That was her face. Parts of it, yeah. At, in one of the first episodes, um, <laughs> they're, Again, it's satirical, but these girls got kidnapped and put in a bunker by a man. And one of the people who got kidnapped, they said, how did how did he get you? How did how did he kidnap you? And she said, well, he said he had some baby bunnies in the back of his truck. And, well, I didn't want to be rude, so I went with him. And then, ironically, Matt Lauer was making the satirical comment and looked right at camera in the show, Kimmy Schmidt, and said, um, the things that women will do so that they don't seem rude. And that's what I'm talking about here is that idea that like in order to to be amiable or agreeable, women will do a lot of things that they don't necessarily want to do including not not learn how to say no, and I think that creating kind of a culture where 
you are, not, I, I don't want to say selling your body, but when you're putting yourself on the internet and the thing that you are making money from is how attractive you are or doing some dance or whatever, you are making money with your body. Not I mean, that's, a, way, that's like, the same thing with like, um, you know, in, people on Instagram that are, you know, selling products or whatever, you know, like the influencers and things like that, you know, you, it's someone had, I forget who it was. I forget who had a joke about how it's like this girl was like pressed, like put herself up against a fence, like backed up to a fence and her, both of her ass cheeks were coming through in the different um, chain. What are they called? Like the whole, like the chains. Those are called chain link fences. But yeah. I don't but know like what the, the holes in yeah. the fences and it's just, and it was just like buy this smoothie and it's like, well, that's just it has nothing unrelated. to do with a smoothie. Yeah, it's yeah. just you uh, capitalizing, yeah, capitalizing on the fact on that, that you yeah. have. A and what sort of attribute. detriment do we have to society? I mean, and what are we doing to young girls? My whole point in saying all of that stuff was, you know, these are the examples we're setting for growing women, young women, who, in a lot of, I mean, my mother is my best friend. And I don't remember having the sex talk or, you know what I mean? For a lot of people, it, it all kinds of relationships are all kinds of different. But for a lot of people, they don't get these these really important conversations about, you know, how important it is to have agency over your decisions. Be able to say yes or no or say, yes, I want to or no, I don't want to. You know, like it's kind of like the consent conversation. Like there's all these really important conversations. And I feel like maybe because the world has gotten so big and it's so busy maybe a lot of times those conversations don't happen and so young not even young women young people men and women are growing up in this society where we have these things as examples and by not having those important conversations we might be inadvertently teaching them to to blend into this you know to to hop in the river and flow with it um and 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 that these types of ways of uh, making money, commercializing on what you have outside of your brain or outside of your decision making, like just what you were born with is acceptable and that you should use those things because they're not hearing any other. You know what I mean? There aren't I don't I can't think of a single right now like a. I can't think of like a Bill Nye type character for women, you know, a, a female who's like relatable to young girls like 10 year old girls you know what i mean i'd say mm -hmm. like ruth bader ginsburg but like for sure, for sure 10 year olds no. don't know who that is yeah but you know what i mean like i mean people to look up to who aren't making money because their ass is huge or because their you know under boob was out or because they have four point whatever million billion followers like i can't think of anyone yeah and then i think what we often do in society is then kind of see okay so you have these people that are in these positions of influence where they they could have positive influence over a large group, specifically a large group of women. And then we project standards onto them that we want people to have and understand. And then it's just like, well, why isn't um, uh, what's her name? Kardashian, the younger one. I that recent, any other um, names except the one that's married. The younger her. one who was recently in Forbes for having you know a large amount of money and things like that. It's just like, well, why aren't you doing more? Well, it's just like, well, that was in, I mean, she makes, you know, skincare products and things like that. This is and like, she has made her money elsewhere. And it's just like, well, why does she have to be some sort of person then that dictates standards to, to people? We, we, we should just have an, some sort of understanding of that. And I think it's, and I think as, uh, I mean, 
as a younger person, I think that, you know, I, I feel that there's a lot of, uh, positive, positive things within my generation that, um, you know, it, I was reading today about, um, how young generation Z has a, a little bit more of a little bit more of an aversion to the internet for interpersonal stuff for like conversation and really can the 1995 to present. Okay. Um, but that it's a more of a version to what's the one before Z millennial. Um, what's the one before that? Uh, don't know. Like eighties, seventies, eighties. Is that, what um, is that, is that a, no, is that y, X or X or Y? I don't know. Um, I think depending there's a split in there too. Um, but there's a, a little bit more of an aversion to the internet and uh, having yours, you said in Z and Z that it's not as like the internet's more of like a means to an end. That is like you learn things, you do things, but you know, you're, you do professional things, things like that. Like you take from it. It's not necessarily that you give into it entirely. Um, and that interpersonal connections are much more preferred off. I mean, for me at least are much more preferred, uh, offline and that you would prefer i mean for i don't want to text yeah i don't but, want to text but all day you are i'm not necessarily outside the, of the norm i, I don't i don't think necessarily i think that there are that there are attributes that i have that are more some more common than one would expect as a mature young person as people would say but um that uh that generation z looks somewhat down on a lot of millennials and that they are completely you know, beholden to, you know, different things and that they are, they believe that they're, behold, you know, that they can only do what they can do. And it's kind of like a little bit more of an emotional thing that they just can't figure it out. And, you know, that they're always winners and things like that. But that uh, people in Generation Z, my generation, uh, see that the, that it's their responsibility. The system's rigged in a sense that that's what I've read that, you know, is a general belief. And that it's your responsibility to kind of figure out your own situation and that um, there isn't necessarily one sort of American dream or one thing to, you know, accomplish and get to that. It's whatever you can accomplish and, and achieve is more of your own. Well, there's a couple points in there that I definitely want to hit. I you when you were talking about you know, the Kardashians and kind of what, what responsibility do people have that have influence people of influence have to, um, to speak to certain causes. I think there's something in there. I had a thought the other day. Um, and I don't know when I thought this, but I meant to tell you, but I think I wanted to save it for the postcard. But, um, I had a thought that not dissimilar to hunger games, how kind of, I don't remember the second movie, maybe I, and all throughout the books, including the last ones, how they kind of take the most famous people and they can kind of get away with a little bit more. Mm -hmm. um, but not too much more, but, you know, they get away with a little bit more. I wondered to myself the other day when it, I think I was um, reading something online about all the rallies that are happening, right? And people just rallying through the streets. And I think that that's necessary. I really do. Mm -hmm. um, but I wondered what, how much different policies would be or how much change would be able to would we be able to catapult if one single rally i mean i understand we're in quarantine and we have all the whatever but people are going out with their masks on being protected being protecting themselves and others 
but also, you know, for the cause. They're going out. How much different would policies be right now? Is it if, you know, two days after George Floyd was murdered, all the celebrities that believed in this cause that said there must be change. You know, these people who we watch them on late night shows on the YouTube talking to, you know, hosts and talking to other famous people and doing interviews about how much they care, right? But how different, how, how much more quickly would policy have changed if every famous person you can think of right now all went to a rally with people, with citizens of the and marched? You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. If not at the beginning of the rally, not at the end, but scattered throughout a crowd of a hundred thousand, where all the fame, you know, Matthew McConaughey, you know, you talked about famous people. I have if the Kardashians and Matthew McConaughey, every famous person, or like people that kind of have aligned themselves to, yeah, like or like Chris Evans has kind of come out a lot on these kinds of issues, like like people that have taken stances against. If they were actually on the ground all together, not like oh Chris Evans went to approach like Tiffany Haddish, she went to George Floyd's memorial. Mm -hmm. And that's great. And I think that showing your support in that way is awesome. But my point right now is to say is if they had chosen one time to everyone come together and kind of like the March on Washington when um, the financial, you know what I'm talking about? What am I talking about? Several years ago, uh, there was a Occupy Wall Street. Occupy Wall Street. Like the biggest, like think of the biggest marches or like even in the civil rights movement when they Mm -hmm. marched across the bridge in Montgomery, right? Yeah, or or in in Washington as well. Right. If you think about the biggest rallies, right? If every famous person that took a stance here went on one day throughout this thing and demanded change and said, "You will change this," I bet it would have changed. In the same way that in the Hunger, Hunger Games, Games, when they all hold hold their each other's they hands. They said, "Hey," or yeah, yeah, I was thinking of when they stopped Gail's. Um, Flogging, but also, yeah, when they hold each other's hands and say, and the, and we're the done stage with this. There, yeah. yeah. And showing that, you know, I mean, we granted, will not, I mean, they, granted that they you kind of had out. to, I guess, yeah. in their circumstance, but, you know, showing a sign of sort of solidarity, solidarity and, yeah. you know, there must be change and we don't believe in this or this is what we believe in. If And I, I just thought to myself the other day that if if that happened, would these policies have changed more quickly? Would they have changed in a more drastic sense? You know what I mean? What yeah. Do you, what do you do? You think it would? <clears throat> do you think it would have made a difference? I don't know. I think maybe there would be more. I mean, there already is a lot of talk and coverage and things like that. But like the I same don't know. thing. Like, would the police be tear gassing people and beating people with their fucking sticks if at the front was Kristen Bell? You know what I mean? Would they would they tear gas and beat Kristen Bell or like Angelina Jolie? You know what I mean? I don't know. I don't because the celebrity only gets you so far w- without being. Well, I know, but that's in, my point. In actual power, I, I mean, know, but that's my point. Do you, I don't think they would. That it wouldn't change. I think or if there was change. a front line in front of them that was just like in Hunger Games, if you had a bunch of famous people holding hands in front of citizens or even around them, mm-hmm. and they said, "We're marching. You're moving." And there will be change. Yeah, I, think I don't there, think there would have been tear gas. There, yeah, there wouldn't be, I think, as much uh, violence, violence incited but, by the police. Uh, but actual change, I don't know, because there are so many deep rooted issues that kind of hold all of these things together that I don't know. I don't know. I don't have solutions to work around. But well, I like, don't either. But I do think that. I mean, I think it wouldn't be as violent, but actual policy change. I don't know how much that would that would enact because the same people are still in power. Well, yeah, but right now is a great example. Everyone's quarantined. No, no one's shooting films or television shows right now. Mm-hmm. All that's a, so. All those people who have 
who could wield their whatever their power they have, yeah. their whatever influence they have. I mean, they could, for instance, be in the Capitol building. You know what I mean? They could be in Washington protesting every single day. It's not mm-hmm. like they don't have the money to do it. And if every single one of them refused to leave the Senate building or whatever, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Do, does I that mean, make sense? I mean, it would be different than if you and I did it. Well, sure. If you, me, and yeah. 40 people that we knew went and said, hey, we're not leaving this building, they'd be like, oh, yeah, you are. Yeah. But if the 40 of the most famous people that you can think of off the top of your head held hands and said, we're not leaving till there's change, how much, um, f- what am I trying to say, following? Like, how much... I guess, yeah, that, 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 that maybe that, yeah. It, you know what I mean? There mm-hmm. would be so many people filming it. There'd be so many, there'd be so much coverage on it. Yeah. That would be impossible for nothing to get done. I'm not saying that's a solution. I'm just saying it's interesting because I, I think I was thinking about Hunger Games and I was thinking about kind of the parallels mm-hmm. and, and the dichotomy between dystopian and current, which the, I say dichotomy very loosely because they're, I mean, they're similar enough that it's eerie. Yeah. And, and that's a, that's another thing that I saw uh, someone talking about is that like people are surprised by like the younger generations like coming out and kind of like supporting everything and like kind of in a sense like a lot of young people. I mean, I have I have several friends that have spearheaded things themselves and like they're ha- they're leading, you know, protests and marches and things like that. And, and there are thousands of people coming out and they created it all themselves. So like there are are large amounts of young people coming out. And it's like, well, they, you know, someone said about how, you know, young people were raised in these sort of like dystopian novel and like series and things like that. And it's like, make them like less apt to notice that we're in one. No, it's no, they're saying like the opposite. It's like, you see these people rising up like people in the hunger games or people in divergent and trying to change the system. And like, then, and those are like role model role models or, oh, or those that. kinds of. And then, you know, you don't expect that to have some sort of real life implication for like inspiring people to actually try to implement change, young people to implement. Which change. is actually really you make a really good point, which I didn't think of before. I mean, that's why people get into that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. You, you hope to be able to make a difference or at least you hope to be able to um, kind of illuminate. Point, p- parts of our society that you you know what I mean as a writer of anything as a writer yeah. of novels or television or whatever you hope to be able to make a difference and I know that it's very cliche to say like oh I hope I make a difference to just one person if it's one person it's enough right yeah but like the reality is that you you have the potential to make a real difference especially and uh, especially with social media you have a lot of friends and they're they have friends and friends of friends and those kinds of things. And, you know, posting, you know, something about Black Lives Matter to your friends, maybe I mean, depending on your sphere, may have little to a lot of implication. Um, but then, but of course, the problem if with they that post is if, you know, your other friend posts it and things like that, then it gets to there are spheres out there that have no idea about anything that's going on in some places in the world somewhere. Someone has no idea what's going on and may have feelings that are contrary to, you know, the movements right now um, with Black Lives Matter. And, uh, you know, if you're able to, you know, out of, a, you know, 100 people, if you can tilt someone and like you just said, that's kind of cliche. But if you can tilt someone in a direction of even trying to learn more, um, I mean, that's a that's one person. And everyone has the ability to possibly do that. Like if you continue to put stuff out, then, you know, you have the ability to you know, maybe, you know, teach someone something. 
Now, I feel like we are kind of already hitting on this, so we can just do a loose transition here to a little reality chili. Sure. Um, and then I think of something a little lighter to, to bring us kind of back around to the yeah, beginning absolutely, here. Yeah, absolutely, because this real heavy, for real sure. Real heavy. Bricks in a backpack, I say. But um, while we're still heavy, I think maybe important to address. Mask wearing? No, before. Oh. Um with in the in one of our episodes we were talking about comedians and such oh and still a little bit heavy but also a little funny i mean a little predicted huh? well i'm gonna go eerie a, in a sense i'm gonna start us off i'm gonna go ahead and say i told you so about hashtag crystalia yeah i mean uh, granted we don't want to say anything as certain as certain at this point because it's not necessarily i guess confirmed we don't want to yeah, make any implications so but um I'm making that we, an implication that he's disgusting. Oh, uh, I don't. I don't want to say anything with certainty if you know uh, that's going to create any kind of issues. But you know, it seems to be pretty clear at this point that he um, that he had sexual misconduct in some way. Yes, and uh, allegedly solicited uh, nude photos from underage uh, girls. And you know, this the episode what is did- going to drop before it's we recorded that episode before it's going to drop. So at that point in time, the news had not broken. No. So uh, we just wanted to say here, well, specifically me, because, you know, I, I was a big fan for many years. Um, and are you still? I think that's something that's I mean, an interesting point. Yeah. Um, I, we I don't wanna, have to discuss it now. Maybe that's another topic for another day because yeah. I, I feel like that's a deep, deep, heavy, heavy. And we just yeah, that, but, I mean, just briefly, I would yeah. say, you know, obviously not supportive of any of that. Right. Absolutely not. And, you know, am I still a fan? I would say, you know, like no, comedy is still funny. Uh, it is. Support. Yeah, I don't. Yeah. And I'm and I still reference, you know, I find myself still referencing because I was a, a huge fan for probably six or seven years. I still find myself making references and things like that. And, you know, I apologize if that's insensitive to anyone, um, but it's a change for me as well. You know, I don't feel great. And I'm like, I'm referencing a, a pedophile now. So like, you know, that's definitely a, a change I'm working to you know implement. And, you know, I don't mean to support uh, any of that. So I just want to put that out there that, you know, obviously we don't support any of that kind of behavior here. And um, just kind of talking about that because we did recently just kind of talk about him. And I also want to say just one more time, I freaking told you so. Well, so there, there you go. I do feel that way about that. Now, um, I think we could get into this um, in another episode. We do want to talk about mask wearing. Uh, we have a lot to say. Um, I've also recently. Here. A lot, all of this has been reality chilly, to be honest. I know for the last like while. Yeah. Um, uh, but oh, in a, on a lighter note. Uh, I did recently cut holes in a mask, uh, for my mouth and nose, uh, because I couldn't breathe. I was only breathing carbon dioxide. We work in a place where there's a lot of multitasking, a lot of movement. The air conditioning isn't great. There's always like 10 people. Um, it's windows open. Yeah. So it's really hot in there. And I was just having, I was on the struggle bus. My face was hot. And uh, I was just trying to be a little silly because, you know, sometimes that can help the day pass. So I just went ahead and cut holes in my mask that I was wearing for my mouth and my nose. And it really helped. I should also say that I don't condone doing that because obviously it doesn't. That that protects you or protect you or others from from contracting the coronavirus. Which, yeah. Um, Which we probably both have. um, Who knows? I don't know. We're not sure. Um, 
we work with the public a lot, so it's possible. Yeah. That's what we're saying. Um, but... But yeah, mask wear, wearing. Wear hey. Wear it. Nobody told you to wear a chin strap. <laughs> nobody told you to wear a chin strap. Thank you, Andrew Every, Cuomo. I, yeah, the Governor Cuomo. Yeah, Governor Cuomo. Thank you, Governor Cuomo. Hey, nobody told you to wear a chin strap. So stop they wearing chin wear straps. No one told you to wear a chin strap. Yeah. Um, additionally... If it's underneath your nose, you're you're you're, you're not protected. You're not protected and you're not protecting. Yeah, because here's the thing. At the end of the day, your mask isn't really for you. No, it's not for you. Your mask is for everyone else. Mm-hmm. So obviously, don't be a selfish person and wear it. Hey, it's warm. We we all, we're hours, all warm. Hours upon hours. Uh, wearing wearing a mask. Now, and I should are... go ahead and say that I'm the worst about this. I feel vehemently, and then I also... Uh, I feel pretty uh, pretty fine. You about, do a good job. I, do a, I think I do a very good job. I and don't. I just want to say, in my stance at least, I feel pretty, pretty solid, on pretty solid footing. Just like, uh, think of other people and go ahead and uh, wear it, for sure. Because if you're... Hey... One of the most patriotic things you can do right now. Go ahead and wear your mask. If you care about the country a lot, wear it. That's all I have to say. Yeah, I mean, I guess I feel the same way. I will say for those of you who are listening, hoping for a reprieve from that kind of rhetoric, um, we understand that it's really hot in there. I am really bad about wearing it. Satirically, I cut holes in my mask, so like I'm not, I'm not the best. That being said, um, we want it to be over too. Like fully, we're done with them. Like none of this is to say yeah. like we're not bossing you around because we're like um, holier than thou. We don't enjoy wearing masks. Um, we would like to not yeah, murder people that not. we love. I would love to not. I'm but, so done with these masks. I'm so done with yeah, them. But I'm going to keep sure. wearing them until they, t- until you know, who or the C. Ooh, we should have done next time. We're going to hit you next time with historical figures, and I just I think it's going to be really great. Yes, that's beside. And that's the another fact. segment. I know another segment. Um, and speaking of heat, we have another much lighter topic. Oh God! And we have some very strong opinions about this. Um. Beanies it's, when it's warm. Hey, it's warm. We've been talking about that now for a while. Hey, it's been it's it's, it's pretty we've warm. had days in the nineties. Yeah, where where we are, it's been quite warm. It's and been it's very, very humid. warm. So my question is, why are you wearing a beanie? Hey, guy who just walked in, um, in your khaki shorts and your short sleeve button down, and a beanie. You're sending everyone many mixed so signals. So your limbs are warm, warm but your, your head is very your cold. Head, your top of your head, because you still have the hair sticking out of and the front. Ma- and maybe the back part of your neck, where the flappy part rests yeah, down there, yeah, and it's, it's just it's knit floopy. on the back of your it's neck. Floopy. I'm it just, just like, what are? Can you maybe someone maybe if you wear a beanie when it's warm? Uh, step one, don't. Uh, step two, write in to Vivid Apple Juice and explain yeah, and to let us, us what the point is. So I'm pretty sure. So I'm gonna. I'll play devil's advocate for just like literally 20 seconds. It's probably just aesthetic. It's an aesthetic choice. But it's, They're making an aesthetic choice. Now. But it's a cold weather. Hey, aesthetic. if it's 90 degrees outside. Hey, guys. Science. Heat rises. So That's if why you, you block that heat in, for sure you're going to get warmer. So if you're wearing a beanie, do not ever say to me, 
It's really hot. I don't want to hear it. Unless you're Jughead from the Archie comics or Riverdale, never wear a, never wear a beanie when it's warm. I don't even think then. But uh, that's part of he wears it in every single episode in comic. I understand. He always has it on. Stop. Well, I, I tend to agree. Yeah, stop wearing beanies when it's when it's fucking hot. Yeah, for and sure. We, we feel strongly about it. We can take a um, a stance or really yeah, that's just a, concerted that's, that's effort. That's probably stronger than our stance on masks. I think so. I think it's I think it's much stop stronger than... Stop wearing beanies when it's hot. Stop wearing stop beanies it. when it's hot. For sure. Yeah, disgusting. We can't wait to get canceled. This is really dope. Yeah, I mean, again, hey, just go ahead and write into us at vividapplejuice uh, at, at gmail.com. And uh, just give us your opinions. We talked about a lot of heavy things here today. Um, oh, it's not always going to be heavy. No. We promise. And but, you there know, will be some heavy. There will be some heavy, yeah. too, because this is real life. Yeah. Real life. Welcome to it. Hey, uh, speaking of real life, let's talk about some not real life. Uh, lastly, let's do a quick uh, Dreamscape seg segment oh. here. Get you, can you give me a quick one or like a run through? <sighs> it was really long. Big Boy it was had a really, really long, long one. dream. Um can and you give me highlights you, or something? Yeah, and it's kind of difficult because if you don't know, again, mine are always about real, people, like you know. real life people. I know. I, I'm going to end with of, mine because it's really short and hilarious. It's a very yeah, it's very complex. There are so many people. I there are a lot of people that I know, people I used to date. But in what this. was the plot um, points? Can you give me plot points? Someone I know from college um, was getting married. Um, and he was also elected president recently of the United States of the United okay. States. Um, and Not he, like, no, and yeah. he was recently elected and then getting married. A lot of my personal friends from high school who he would have no idea who they are, uh, were there and part of the wedding party party. Mm -hmm. I don't know how that occurred. Um, the bridesmaids were all dressed in like normal casual clothes, like jeans and t-shirts. The groomsmen, full tails, tuxedo situation. Sure. All people, all people I know, mm -hmm. who this man, the new president of the United States, yeah. who is twenty three, yeah, has no idea sure. who they are. Um, yeah, and then uh, <laughs> after this, I walked out of the out of this wedding with two of my friends, and we appeared on a street in Italy, and there was this place with a swinging. Uh, door on the top like maybe a cow like a cattle stall situation the the top mm -hmm. maybe if you hopefully you know that it was it's two part the door has two parts and the top part opens and the bottom one stays um and there was a pasta restaurant just pasta restaurant inside and i was like man i'm so hungry but i can't eat carbs because i'm doing keto and so my one friend was like don't worry i'm gonna go check inside and see if they have just like just crabs like just some crabs to eat and i was like cool and he just hops into this to this restaurant via the cattle door and i follow him in and then another third friend he runs in it's like a mini mall situation runs in the regular entrance and is gone for 10 minutes trying to get <laughs> into this place and we just hopped over the door but he wouldn't do that because it was against the rules he asks the guy now granted it's italy now we're in italy uh, if he has any crabs, which I don't know that word, so I have no idea in in Italian that is, and so I don't know what he asked him. But then he asked if the guy was like, no, and then he was like, do you have any lobster? I don't know why I can only eat crustaceans in this, <laughs> but that's the situation. And he wanted to ask him if 
he had lobster, but he asked in Spanish if he had cockroaches. <laughs> and me and the, the guy cooking all the food was like we laughed for a moment. And then I asked him in Spanish if he has lobster. And I was like, sorry, that's Spanish. And he was like, no, it's fine. It's similar. <laughs> I got what you're saying. And he was like, it's not cockroaches for sure. <laughs> and uh, we, ha- we had we had me. And then my other friend arrives and is like, what happened? And we were like, for sure. So much. A lot. And yeah. then that was the end of my dream. I had a dream that was also very long. Just for a moment. I apologize for that. I don't think. It was you... real bad, I think. I think it was fine. I actually mm-hmm. thought there were very funny parts. Um, my dream was very long. I don't remember any of it. I remember one specific par- portion because it was so funny and weird that I woke myself up and said, don't forget, and then went back to sleep and had the rest of the dream that I can't remember. The part of the dream that I remember is um, <laughs> I was riding a roly-poly that was the size... Now, for uh, our older or younger listeners, what is roly-poly? A roly-poly is a bug. It's actually a crustacean. Um, but it's wow. a But yeah. it's antenna. a bug. It's a bug. Let's be honest. I do have an antenna. We'll talk about that another time as well. Um, it's a bug that's very small. It's like the size of a ladybug, but it um, has like uh, uh, armor. Uh kind of exoskeleton armor that when it gets scared or nervous, it rolls itself into a low ball. That's why they're called roly polies. Anyway, I was riding one that was the size of like a mini horse. Oh, I thought you were talking about like from roly polioli. No. Do you know what that is? No. Oh, then you're too old for that. I thought that you were. No, I was oh. riding a crustacean type bug that was the oh, size the, of a mini horse. The one that rolls up. Oh, I thought you were talking about roly polioli with no, the circle people. I don't know people. what that is. It's probably based on the bug. It's not. I don't think it is entirely. Have you ever seen a roly-poly bug? Yes, for sure. They have them here. Um, the bugs are here? Yeah. Oh. The, pu- the bugs. They, the Do you pugs, call them they... roly-polies? Yeah. Well, then why would you think I was talking about because some Because kind of... it's, it's a much, that's much more, because I've for sure, never. I don't kid even know show what much you're talking more about. than I, oh, I thought you were talking about When I was a child, roly-polies were fucking everywhere. Oh, but roly-poly-oly is a kid's show. Nope. So no from, connection from to just my, my age, I think. So nonetheless, I'm riding this crustacean bug that is the size of a mini horse and other people are riding other ones as well. And we're in like those um, horse stalls that are for races and the stall doors open and all these balls pop out. And then our little roly pulleys start kind of like not galloping, but like <laughs> rolling out there and we're all riding them. And they're trying to eat up these balls like hungry, hungry hippos. <laughs> and then when all the balls are caught, they <laughs> they like shimmy back into their horse stall. And then they let another round of balls go. And then our little roly pulleys that we were riding uh, tried to hungry, hungry hippo the balls. And that's the whole situation that I can remember. No relation to the show. The kids show roly poly nope. It's not those. Um, there were a bunch of circles like bug situation. Hmm. No, having nothing to do with that. Nonetheless, well, that's another um, uh, another. I, I would call it an episode of the segment. Another episode of. Uh, yeah. A- another, Vivid Apple Dreams. Yeah. Um, again, hit us up. Uh, let us know what your experience with the apple juice and dreaming is or just tell us some of your dreams. We would love to read some stuff. Um, 
I think that's all we have for this time. We have we have covered a lot. Yeah, I, some might say too much. I think a lot of people would say too I much. I think most again, would say. So if you're yeah. here, hey, congratulations. Hey, thanks for making it thanks, all the way Thanks through. for being here. Yeah. Um, we really appreciate it. We yeah. will be back next week with another riveting episode, and hopefully we will be featuring historical figures. I would love to do that segment. Yeah, I'm and, interested in uh, that. Potentially somewhat jarring new segment. Oh, a definitely jarring new segment. Hey, hey, everyone. If you are going to watch, listen to an episode, watch an episode. If you're going to listen to an episode, let it be the next one. Because the uh, segment Grande Pink is going to be dope. It's a new segment. And we want we don't want to give too much away. We're, but I'm Grande Pink, yeah. um, it's going to be a wild ride. And yeah. someone else is going to be there. Yeah, someone else is going to be with someone us. Someone else next is time. joining us for uh, our next episode yeah. and our new segment. Yeah. Do we have a lot of segments? Definitely. Do we have too many segments? I don't know. Can a shark ruin that's, a family vacation? That's for you to say, for the sure. Is yes. And the answer the the person is you, the listener, that yeah. is. So we'd love to hear anything you have to to say. Go ahead and rate and review us on all uh mediums, mm-hmm. whatever you listen to. The uh media is the plural of mediums. No, oh, that's valid. Let me ch- let me change that. Any media you listen to us on, so that's Apple Podcasts. Go ahead, give us five stars review. Or maybe if you don't, email us first, and then we'll tell you something uh, hey, maybe better. Next and time then... we could also um, do the uh, ad for Adam and Eve, but uh, just like within the episode, because that's true. I could give we've, you a solid nine we've to practiced. twelve minutes. The ad, the the sample ad that everyone gets for Adam and Eve on all yeah, podcasts. Yeah, but we feel, I feel really strongly. I don't even need a script. I feel strongly about Adam and Eve. We're not going to do it Is it illegal to now, do an like, ad without them actually sponsoring you? I don't know. But I, I think I, that might be a problem. We're going to figure it out before next time. Or we can just try to figure out to get the the sponsorship yeah. already. Like, just go ahead and... We feel and, really strongly. Ten free... It's crazy. Anyway. Yeah. Well... We're really glad that you joined us. We hope we hear so from much. you. Come back next week. Um, until then, I'm Al. And I'm big boy. And we can't wait to get canceled. For sure.